Hi, this is Mako, author of Anti-Eva's Border, um, age player and Mazacast fan. Why not be a good grown-up and donate some of your pocket money to the Mazacast? You can have a cookie if you do. 32%. That's where we are for our uh, goal for the year, for the fundraiser. Thank you so much to everyone who's donated. This has been really amazing. I've really been surprised at the number of people who've come up and donated. 32% for the whole year. Just a couple of notes from people who have donated. Uh, hello from the motherland again. I've been a long time listener. That's if, if you listened to the last episode, you know the motherland for me is Norway. Uh, I've been a long time listener, and I felt it's time to finally give you all my money. You mentioned my girlfriend and I in the last episode, and I sort of felt obligated. So here I am to thank you for all the help you've been and all the amazing people you've interviewed, whom I've had the joy and pleasure to listen to. So to the listeners, I say, quote, I'm, I'm reading this now. Give, t- <laughs> give this man your money. He works hard. He deserves it. And to my girlfriend, I say, ha, I win. And to you, I ask, tell, no, he said, I dare you to say her, her name correctly this time. And I actually, I, I looked at it, I, I, I googled it, I looked over at Norwegian pronunciation, so hopefully I get this right. Ashild. Yes? No? Anyway, he says, uh, love the show, Robin. If I messed up your name again, I am so sorry. Another uh, donation from someone who, uh, Says I'm a big fan. We went. We actually talked back and forth. Turns out, they uh, the person who donated is the proprietor of uh, a latex company. They they import latex from Brazil. Uh, you can check them out at fetissolatex.com. They say the rubber is chlorinated, which means it's ten times stronger than typical latex. Also, no lube powder or cornstarch needed to put it on. Also, since it has a smooth finish, it does not stick to itself, and it's a breeze to clean, dry, and store. Check out the website. Again, it's F-E-T-I-S-S-O latex.com. One word. Many people have uh, already enjoyed the first bonus episode that went out. If you donate $25 more, you get a bonus episode. In that bonus episode, lots of people we've covered in the past, including our friend uh, Goddess Coco. Here's a very brief clip of what you're going to hear in that bonus episode if you donate. Uh, it's, it's Coco, Sad and I talking about when it's okay to send uh, a cock shot to to a, a, a person you're interested in, in sexually. Well, I don't understand why they just do not send it. Why not just don't send it? Because that's men too are, much to ask. And also men do have, they're fascinated by their penises. They are. Yeah, some men seem to be very fascinated by their penis. Oh, you sent me cock shots pretty early on. You After you told me to. <laughs> first, let's just set that straight. I want you to... Well, of course I'm going to then. You know, what do you expect? Jerk. <laughs> also, if you again, if you go to massacast.com forward slash donate, you can see all the different gifts you can get uh, by donating. For example, there's some really amazing stuff from Dum Dum. There's uh, artwork from Sod, bonus episodes. And now uh, I'm happy to announce Troy Orleans now says that if you donate $400, you can choose... Uh, you can... You could, Get a lesson from Troy where she will, you could go into her studio, she'll teach you a 90-minute private lesson for you and your partner, if desired, uh, on the BDSM subject of your choice. So you could do rope bondage, she's a rope bondage guru, CBT, single tail, corporal play, lots more. Uh, she also travels all over the uh, all over the country, New York, Chicago, Atlanta, New Orleans, LA, so you can work something out, San Francisco, Washington, Boston, Philadelphia, Miami, all over, so you don't have to be in New York to, to enjoy this, or you can have two hours 
with Troy. Just it basically be your private Mastercast with Troy, where you basically could pick her brain. She can take you a tour of her her equipment collection, snacks prepared by her. This is amazing. This is this is a once in a lifetime thing. More details at mastercast.com forward slash donate. Speaking of Troy, in the second bonus episode, it's getting confusing now. If you donate $50 or more, you'll get a second bonus episode. In that bonus episode, you're going to hear the second half of the following interview with Troy and Crimson. Mistress Crimson's been on the show before. Troy Orleans has been on the show before. They're such good friends. I had to get them on together. Uh, and you'll, you'll understand why when you hear the following conversation. Take a listen. Can uh, I preface all of this by saying I'm exhausted? <laughs> because you just got off. You li- I just got off the plane. Just got this off is the plane. only time we could record this. Yes. And you were very kind to make time. In your I couldn't schedule. pass this up. It's too good. But you didn't. <laughs> so nothing. Didn't, did anyone email you from the episode? Or I got so many emails. Okay. Give me a, give me so many. What's the number? Fifteen. That's pretty good. None of them were any romantic inquiries, though. Well, oh. <laughs> what? But they were just... <laughs> what were they asking? They were all really sweet, though. It was some of the sweetest mail I've ever gotten. Like, a lot of just, thank you for being such a real person. Like, I, I guess I made people feel better. My strangeness was comforting. Um, you were the funny... I was told I was the funniest masochist. Right. Which I haven't listened to all of no, them. No offense. No, 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 no offense, X. Mm-hmm. No, no problem. I'm just kidding. Well, you were part of it, too. I know. Too. I'm, I'm joking. Um, a lot of comments on the humor, a lot of comments on the authenticity. Yeah. And, but nothing... Which is weird, because you're such a phony. Totes. You're such a, this is such an act. I, yeah. This isn't even really my real voice. <laughs> no. This is my dominant voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and Troy, uh, in your last episode, you were talking about wanting a puppy. Yes. And... Not like the dog we just got. You want like a human puppy? I wa- no, I want a real puppy too. But <clears throat> my apartment doesn't accept, it doesn't allow pets. But um, but a human any- puppy would be fun. Did you get any inquiries? None, none. But Crimson, however, was nice enough. She knows a puppy in Chicago, mm-hmm. and she's playing ASPCA matchmaker. I don't, I don't know what the, I don't know what you call it, but. She's playing matchmaker for me, so I think I actually am going to meet a puppy Kennel sometime man, soon. Yeah. yeah, pet Yenta. Kennel love. <laughs> yenta. Oh, it must be puppy love. <laughs> so, but no increase, no, maybe. No. I wonder. I wonder <clears throat> why you you do you neither of you got exactly what you were looking for from the Mastercast. You didn't actually get anything directly. Well, what was asked for? You had you words of encouragement, things, and you had no emails. Went. Yeah, when you put well, I got, I did get a couple of emails from people that I know, you know, saying hey that they heard it and that they that they enjoyed it, um, and maybe a couple of tweets. I didn't get fifteen though. I'm, just, I'm such a rock star, and um, <clears throat> but I or she's less scary. You may sound more, more, scary is not the right word. You may sound more. <laughs> She she sounds like if you sent her an email and you misspell it, I'm gonna delete it. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm just saying. You say, are you saying that I'm that I might be a little more intimidating? Yes. Oh. Intimidating might be the right word. No offense. I'm sure you're you very. You sound in- like an adult, is what he's saying. You do not sound 16. <laughs> I'm not 16. <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer is not one of the first things you want to talk about. No. no. Um, but no. I'm, well, I'm sorry about that. Neither of you got... I, I, was, I had such high hopes. I thought next time we were going to talk to you guys and you were going to be buying Kibble, Troy, and you are going to be buying 
lube. I don't know. Whatever you were. <laughs> whatever you were. Something. <laughs> don't interject your fantasy. EMT. Or EMT. <laughs> EPT tests or I don't know. Whatever. What? I'm sorry. I should have said early pregnancy tests. Were we talking about nightmares or fantasy? No, I'm just oh saying something involving from matchmaking is what I meant. Good gravy. You're blushing a little bit. I mean, wanted to get you two on because you're such good friends. Whenever you come to New York, do you stay at Troy's place? Is that what happens? Or, I mean, I'm trying to ga- gauge the level of closeness or what pillow fights. I mean, what happens? <laughs> what happens when you come to town? You, we eat banana cream pie. You're not going to tell them about the Jello wrestling. <laughs> like you can. <laughs> you have it on DVD and you watch it and clips for sale. Yeah, clips for sale. <laughs> it's our own private video stash. Speaking of you admitting things, you've said you you want a slave. You know what? The real the real embarrassing admission here is what finally gave me the 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 voice to to say like you know what maybe this is something I want to do it was because I read that fucking book. Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. And so, but here's the, okay, but, but let me explain. Well, this has been a lot of fun, guys. Uh, <laughs> thanks for coming by. I can't believe you, you said, like, I know. I, you read I'm that so sorry. and you fell for it? I'm so sorry. No, here's the thing, oh. is that. She's going to say she wants to be I, a vampire next. No, 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 oh. no. And I'm so embarrassed. My I'm stars. so embarrassed. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> In later times, my idols fell. Oh, um, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, you know what? I think I lost my next five erections. Did you? Did you, did you, did you no, and you know what, though? I can't judge because I actually kind of liked some of the sex scenes, but that's just because I'm on this crazy bottom kick and anything involving well, to, to that. Well, set you off? Yeah. But well, the sex scenes actually didn't do much for me. But I, I, first of all, I know that I know the reason why this book is such a success. Because it's a wealthy guy? No. And You're so caught up in the money. But no, no, I was going to go on, but yeah. No, no, the reason why it's a success is because everyone, no matter, no matter what, everyone is attracted to mastery, to competence, to people who know how to do things well. That is a very sexy fucking thing. Somebody who knows how to do something really well. And then the other thing is to just sort of be absolved of responsibility. And so this girl doesn't know a thing, doesn't know how to masturbate, doesn't know about sex. And she meets this guy who is a master, a master of business, a master of himself, a master of his biography, and a master in the bedroom. By a master of his biography, I mean that he has, he has kind of refigured, configured, like he's created his own narrative for his history. And or he doesn't, he only shares the things that he wants you to know, but he's very mysterious. Um, and so you can only know about him what he wants you to know. Oh, this is really okay. a lot longer than, go ahead. Sorry. So anyway, so, so, so he's a master in every possible way. And so all she has to do is show up and he takes care of everything and gives her lots of orgasms. And what woman who has nothing but kids and jobs and a husband who doesn't know how to give her orgasms to deal with isn't going to be attracted to that. But, no, I I can totally understand that. But would you agree that there's a... There's a difference... It's it's kind of 
said in a kind of a crappy way, isn't it? Don't you think? Oh, the book is horrible. Okay, good. It's I horrible. Thought I was worried. No, 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 I was no, no. Like... No, the reason why I want to slave was because when I read that book, what it actually illuminated for me in a way that other sort of BDSM themed books that have a DS dynamic never has is that it actually made that DS stuff like have a realistic real life context where it was like, okay, we're just going to do this on the weekends. Like you get to go and, you know, you go to your shitty job during the week and I, you know, I'm going to fly my helicopter all over the Pacific Northwest. And on the weekends, we're going to get together and we're going to do this kinky shit. And that's it. And that's the terms of our DS relationship. So you're looking for a slave who's a virgin, never had an orgasm. No, none of that. Stop, stop. No, what what it was is that this book was the first time that I actually read anything that seemed to be about you know or that proposed or proposed to be about serious DS dominance and submission but that had sort of more practical applications that it wasn't some like total power exchange with you know like he has to give her or she has to give him her, her paychecks and he you know I mean, yeah, I guess he has to, like, he, he provides a wardrobe for her, but it's not this sort of... Yeah, but it's not like he says, you only wear white shirts on, you know, on Tuesdays or whatever. It was just like, I'm going to give you some clothes, I'm going to give you a car, you know, I'm going to give you a way to get around, I'm going to give you a way to stay in touch with me. But it wasn't this, like, weird micromanaging stuff. I mean, like, or at least... weird in other ways. It was way weird in other ways. It's a horrible, horrible book, and I think in a terrible, terrible way for people to understand what DS is about, but... For me, coming from a much more experienced background or whatever, it actually just kind of simplified. Sure. It was so simple and reductive that it actually seemed accessible to me. So enough as about an the option. book. Yes. What are you looking for? So uh, what I really want is I, I want somebody that I can just say, okay, no more service topping. This is all about me and what makes me happy. And that's your job, to make me happy. And that's going to be my job. I'm going to work you like it's my job. You are going to be my slave. I'm going to own you. Come strong or don't come at all. That means that, you know, we set our parameters, we set our boundaries, and after that, I don't want to be told no. I'm going to own you. And whatever it is that I want to explore, whatever it is that I want to do, if I call you up and I say, you know what, I woke up this morning and I want to cane some ass, then you'll just say, yes, ma'am, shall I bring the canes to your house or will I meet you at the studio? Done. If I say, hey, I saw this vibrator, I want it. Yes, ma'am. It's in my, and it's in my mailbox later that week. If I say, hey, I, um, you know, I want you now. And then I can put him, and all I want to do is just throw him in the pound and leave him. And, like, go to, go to the farmer's market. So let's, let's, let's look through. So, so there are guys and girls listening right now mm-hmm. who are like, okay, well, dead. Tell me, tell me what I do. What do I do? How, do? how do I fit the requirements? What are the requirements that this single? Yes. Right. Yeah, I think I think either single or at least like has to be extremely accessible because I don't open relationship or yeah, whatever it is. Right. But I have to be the priority. Right. I own you, not sure. anybody else. Right. So. Uh, so no kids. Yeah, probably not. Right. Either I mean, like we can negotiate some elements of that because again, it's like I, you know, you that realistic structure. A, right. No, it's not. No, if if I know if you if Tuesdays are set aside for me, 
then the only day that I'm going to call you and say, I want to fuck you up today, is going to be on Tuesday. I'm not going to call you on Saturday and say, get down on your knees. I'll just call you on Tuesday. But... But so, you know, we'll have parameters and I'll respect those parameters that we pre-negotiate. I, the other thing, and this came from the book, but it's like 30, 60 days just to start, just so we have long enough to kind of figure out if there's compatibility, if it works, if I can even do this. Mm-hmm. And, but it's enough time to like figure that out, but not so long that we can't just bow out gracefully at the end of it. You know, like you can kind of manage thing you can sure. just sort of stick it out for 30 days just to see male or female or doesn't matter or a male okay male um sorry crimson sorry. No, i don't know, I don't <laughs> well, know. you I'm... said you've been awful bottomy right so you just give me a look like what a weirdo for saying that even though i've been talking about how bottomy i've been yeah whole... but you you're saying it would be, be very weird to be right what? so not not, like not by my sister <laughs> you, you want you want you want obviously a masochist uh, yes. Right. Well, and no, they don't have to be a masochist. They have to be, they just have to please me. Right. Okay. So I don't really care what they're into. They should be, they should be paired to, to maybe take some pain. When you, when you think sure. about, I mean, because I mean, you, I'm, I know you've played in your personal life. It's mm-hmm. not that you don't, but it sounds like you want something that's a little more focused on you getting dedicated. That maybe is the right word or something like that. What are some of the things I'm curious, like if we what are the opportunities? I don't know why I put that in quotes. But what are the opportunities that you think, and they're thinking like, this is what I can have. That Because I'm sure you have plenty of people that you know. Maybe I'm, maybe you don't. But you could just say, hey, let's play or whatever, and you could play. Well, yes. I mean, the other, the other thing is um, I actually would want it to be a tributed arrangement. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't be just sort of a strictly personal thing. Um, or 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 or, or oh, non-paid. arrangement. You mean it would attributed be... arrangement? In okay. other words, yeah. So they, they would pay. Yeah, right. they would. They would. They would. They would give tribute for sure. it. Sure. Um, and it's not. That is part of the service. It is not part of their service to me. Sure. Is the tribute? It's. I'm not saying that it's like a. This is a. Tra- it's not transactional. Right. It's part of their service to me. Um, because I want to be able to like give, like. Uh, I, what I would love in my like deep fantasy is that it actually is my job that somebody hires me to be you know that I am that that is my fucking job and I just every day I get up ready to beat some ass <laughs> like <laughs> you know like and I want like just to just to totally immerse myself in it for for 30 days you know I'll give up all my other jobs I won't see any clients I, you are my job I wake up every morning, breathing, thinking, eating. Do you think that would doming be, you? Would you? Do you think that would be? I mean, do you think you'd get burned out doing? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Be fun. Be, yeah, but it, you know, it'd be fun, but it'd be fun to do it and just to see how freaking far I'd go. Sure. I mean, the thing is, is like, I know how to do a lot of shit, and just you know, how far can I take it? And that's because that's the thing about. You know, as, as a pro-dom, the hard part is kind of going, all right, well, you know, there are things that I want to do that I wouldn't want to do with a client mm-hmm. because it's a very different relationship. Um, you know, I want to do long-term caging and abandonment. I want to do 
punishment, like actual punishment play. If you say something that sort of hurts my feelings or I think is a little off or inappropriate, I want to be able to just reach over and smack you across the face Mm -hmm. or say, you know what, get on your, you know, bend over the horse, you're taking six strokes. Right. And just, I want to, you know, like, I don't want to talk it out and explain to you about my feelings and all that stuff. Get the fuck down on your knees and (laughs) take it. That's what I want. And I want to have I want to have that moment of just like being I I I'm, I've been writing about it and trying to articulate it and I said like I want an unfettered expression of id, that's what I want. Well, if someone's listening and they feel like they can, and their brains just blew up. Right. I guarantee. Maybe not the brain. Maybe <laughs> something else. That sounds so good. <laughs> so someone someone posted on Reddit. There's a there's a subreddit. I don't know if you guys know. I'm sure there are plenty of nerds listening who know what Reddit is. Uh, but there's a subreddit specifically for BDSM, BDSM community. That is, when people ask questions and all that stuff. Uh, and someone, I'm going to tighten this down just to the basics of the questions. Uh, someone wants to be a pro dom. You rolled your eyes. You want me to go I to, arched to skip this question? I eyebrow. It's different. Than no, I, I, I saw nothing but the white of your eyes for a second there. Her inner goddess is smirking. So, I, are you, you don't like this, this no, question? No, no, no. No, no, I'll no. Explain. No, I like the question. Well, explain why you rolled your eyes. No, ask the question and then I'll explain. There are several... Oh, well, mm. Uh, some questions. What's the best way to get some more in-depth training on things like proper flogging techniques or rope bondage, blah, 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 blah. I know there's some videos for rope techniques, but that's sort of thing that's reliable for sensation player. Do you really need hands-on training? Go. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I would say depending on where you live, I would look into what workshops and classes are being offered. But I do think hands-on training is important. I don't think that you can necessarily... At least for me, I don't know. Maybe some people could watch a video and it happens for them. But I had to. I have to do something to learn. So if there aren't any workshops or classes in the city where you live, if there's a reputable pro, invest in hiring them to train you. I've you pay, I paid for my training. I invested in it. Um, so I think that that... That is the answer that it seems like, at least I, for some reason, have been getting a flurry of emails with this question, Well, here's which what... is why I arched my eyebrow a little bit, because my answer is always, take classes, go to, go to conferences, pay a pro to train you. If you want to be an apprentice, be ready to give something for that, mm-hmm. like either skill swap or pay her or something, and nobody wants that answer. They're like, but I need the money now, right. and I'm say. Well, then go do something else <laughs> because well, this is not. Here's, here's what know. I'll do. I'll read the rest of the questions. So here are the other questions she had. And then you can tell me about the eye roll. I just told you. You just told because that's the same question. Okay. Right. Uh, I've heard a lot of pro doms start working for local dungeons before they go, go solo. Is that something I should look into or is it feasible to go solo straight away? I should note I don't have a space yet. Would a hotel room suffice or would that lack of atmosphere kill it? What's the best way to advertise? Craigslist or something along those lines? Oh wow, that was, a, that was an audible gasp. Should I be worried about expectations? Oh I mean, is it generally understood that most doms out there, there's no direct sexual contact, but I worry that it might be like a situation with the backroom at the strip club or massage parlor where some guy might get the wrong idea. Any tips on security? I have people who can help me with this, but I'm not... I don't know what that means. I have people who can help me with this, but I'm not sure what the actual best techniques are to ensure everyone's safety. 
Your thoughts, ladies. Oh, oh pumpkin. <laughs> Bless her heart. <laughs> well, you, she might be listening to this, and the fact that you're laughing at her. Do you want some I, water or something? I'm not laughing at the person. I'm laughing at what I think may they may have absorbed from culture or media that they think that helped them construct these questions. Okay. If that makes sense. Like, sure, yeah. I, should I star? Do you want to start? Craigslist, do not use. Unless you're selling a couch. But it is not a safe place. Selling a, we should say, selling a couch is the code word people use for being a pro dom. <laughs> I'm selling a couch. Way to blow our cover. Right. Thanks All so right, much. whatever. Um, Craigslist is not a safe choice. If there is a local house where you live, you may want to look into working for them. Um, I think try to find one that's woman owned if you can mm-hmm. um, and use your gut and your and your brain and don't even if it's the only house in your city if you go in and you get a bad ooky feeling about it go do not stay there um, the other thing I'd say is if your obsession is with being a pro dom then it sounds like it's just that you want to make money if you want to just be a well and the reason why, because part of part of what her the questions that she's asking, it's all it it's all from a pro perspective, but it doesn't sound as if she has any personal experience at all. And so, if the idea is that she just wants to top people, or and you know, and ultimately wants to become a pro dom, start start for free. Mm-hmm. You know, start get yourself a play partner. You, there are plenty, as you know, there are plenty of submissive men out there who sure. would love to be a practice, a practice partner for somebody who is learning the ropes. And go to Craigslist, you know, by the way, for that. Isn't it? And you know, and and you can practice your, you know, you can watch the videos and then practice flogging a person. You can, um, you can go to workshops and and do that. Um, if you, you know, if you're just playing with a play partner, it doesn't matter if you're in a hotel or your bedroom or in the middle of the park um you can find things to do that's a good point you have a good you you can you can express your dominance anywhere there is no you don't need to have a stone floor and heels clicking in the latex outfit and the and and the you know screams from the galleys or what 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 happens in a dungeon i don't know um no no you're you're right yeah especially if it's especially if it's uh someone who's just playing personal They'll be a lot more forgiving than someone who's paying for it, too, well, right? And they'll be, and I think they may be more willing to um, give of their experience and their knowledge because they won't feel like I don't want to spend a half hour that I'm tributing for talking to you about how to make you better. Yeah. I yeah. want it to be about me. Well, it's kind of hot if someone's doing it for the first time on you or whatever, right? I don't know. I mean, my first sessions were awful, and I don't think that the people who I did them on thought that was especially sexy. But I'm, I think that if you're doing life's, you know, non-professional play with someone, and you're not on a clock, you have all the time in the world to talk about. Well, what have you done, someone who's been submitting for six months longer than me, or a year longer than me, or five years? You know, what's your experience been? And you can have a dialogue. But if you, if someone is tributing you, you need to show up. You know, you need to be there for them, mm-hmm. even if you're just starting out, in a way that at least is 80% of 
about yeah. their needs and their wants. And there are people, I think, who do professional sessions with women who are just starting out, and that's their thing. Yeah. Um, but those aren't people that you want to play with half the time. Mm-mm. I would not recommend running a professional enterprise out of a hotel. Oh, God, no. That's an unsafe idea on, on a number of levels. Please Absolutely. don't do that. I don't know you, but I care about you in a way, like in that way that you care about any woman who wants to go into this industry. Yeah. It's like, you know, I mean, I laugh, but I also have that mama lion instinct of like, no to Craigslist. Right, yeah. <laughs> no. I just no, want to like pet your head and tell you it's a bad idea. Well, I mean, I don't, I mean, I know I made a lot of really stupid mistakes when yeah. I was, I just, I mean, I have six books worth of bad choices that I made that I thought were good because I didn't have any I was trained technically by very smart amazing women but I didn't have anyone I felt comfortable really talking to about it so I did all kinds of stupid crap that I like what well I like I remember a photo shoot some guy emailed me and he's like oh I'm gonna take photos for your website awesome oh you think I'm pretty and you want to take pictures of me and I was like 19 you know I didn't know and I was still wearing a wig, for God's sakes. I mean, I didn't know anything. and But I was so excited because this fetish photographer wanted to photograph me. And it was going to be free. And at 19, that was a good thing. Um, and halfway through, I realized there was no film in his camera. <laughs> oh, wait. Did you wait. have a Coco moment? Is that because it... Yeah, totally. I want to take my top I was off. like, um... Was it a digital... New. No, I know. Uh, and I said, oh, you know, I don't think there's any film in your camera. And he said, yep. I mean, he just totally copped to it. <laughs> Jesus. So just did you just like... Sucka. Well, and then I just sort of didn't know what to do. Did you say, are there any other poses you want me? <laughs> right. I mean, it did sort of go down that path because I just didn't have any agency. Like young girls a lot of the time. What the hell? Know. Kind of an ass face. I don't wow. know. But there's a lot of them out there. Wow, all right. You know, I mean, I can't... Working for the house I worked for for a year was probably not the smartest decision I ever made. Taking <laughs> sessions at 2 a.m. In the like the middle of the Chicago Loop. I don't know if you've ever been out at 2 a.m. in Chicago. But it's it's like, it's where they shot The Dark Knight. Yeah. And it looks like that at night. Yeah. Like, it's totally desolate. But, you know, I'm 19, 20, and some new dungeon owner gave me a job. Oh, oh yeah, you call me at two in the morning, I'll go down there. That's it's um Natasha actually talked about the it's Natasha. It's the same guy? Yes. It's the foot guy. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, well that's a smart plan and nothing bad really happened, but in retrospect as a grown woman, what were you that was not a smart decision to roll out at two AM to go meet most of the people I saw were <laughs> intoxicated on some substance or another. Like <laughs> It's amazing right. that nothing bad happened, but I thought that's what pro—that's what you do when you're a pro dom. You well, maybe go to work. At maybe two if this in the person or someone else didn't mean to cut you off, David. No. Uh, if she's listening or another she is listening, is it okay if they email to ask either of you any questions, or or are you going to give them the email version of an eye roll? <laughs> I'm not going to give the email version of an eye roll. I should say I don't offer any kind of apprenticeships or... But you like a little extra advice. They want a little safety tips. I'm happy to give safety tips. I'm not going to... Don't email me. They can email me. (laughs) But I'm not going to do an endless chain of telling you where to go. Sure. You know, but if you just want some general basics, I'm 
Part of, well, see, part of the reason why I say don't email me is because if you have any common sense, if you're using your good brain, use your good brain, then there's plenty of information out there already. You can, you know, all of us, we have, like, many of us have blogs. We, you know, in our blogs, we talk about how we got started or we talk about the experiences that we've had. There are, you know, FetLife is huge and amazing for <clears throat> providing resources and classes everywhere. Um, so you can at least find your community and actually get in front of people and talk to them. And, and you can ask all these questions yeah. on FetLife too, right? I mean, right, you yeah. can ask all these questions on, on FetLife as well and like really sort of be involved in the community. I just feel that, they're, that, they're, that if you are actually serious about this, you don't need to post a question. You don't need to post some open-ended question on Reddit. Like mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff is is common sense and/or the information's already out there. Sure. And the thing is, is that to be a pro dom, this is actually a job. This is it's real. It's real work. Um, you know, I'm incorporated. I have you know I do client development and client retention. I do advertising and marketing. I do branding. Do brand building. I do website development. I see clients like it is a real job and I treat it like a real job. And part of the reason why Crimson and I have been in this business for as long as we have is because we've thought of it as we've treated it as a business. And that doesn't mean that I'm not invested in the people that I play with, that I don't enjoy what I do. I love what I do. And that's why I do this. I make the choice to do this work. Well, very briefly, mm. you're bottoming. Mm-hmm. Not, I should say because I've gotten inquiries. I'm not, I'm not doing it professionally. You're doing it. Is this just an itch you're taking care of? It is, you know. And I started off playing as a bottom when I was 15. Um, oh, we're gonna get that. Did we talk about that? I don't think we did. did. We we did. I think so. In the origin story. Oh, that's right. Um, and I kind of suppressed it because I believed all the nonsense that if you're really dominant. You don't bottom. And then that made me really sad, (laughs) hiding part of myself. So I found um, a few people that, and I'm really picky. I've I've bottomed just some people who have been very destructive. And and that kind of ruined it for me, too. But I found a few people who are incredible. And I'm very happy playing with them. They don't live in Illinois. Um, You just, you find a lot of people you really like outside of Illinois. She travels a lot. I do. I travel a lot. That's true. Um... And and I one is a pro and we do doubles together, which is like really fun. Um, and and I feel really lucky. I just wish that they lived. But still, it gives you something to look forward to. And yeah, maybe you should start a yeah. separate blog. I've thought about it because it's giving me all kinds of. I think the more I bottom, the better I get as a top. That makes sense. Um, and I think that's why I'm really good at what I do is because I'm a, is because I switch. Yeah. And it's given me all kinds of little like Oprah aha moments. <laughs> um, I did a really intense scene in April that really, to me, felt very just like life, not life changing. It sounds over dramatic, but it, it really changed my perspective in this a way is, that I was. Is you bottoming? Yeah. What would you mean? You don't have to get into detail. I'm not going to but... get into super detail. Just as you know. Because it's it was really personal, but it was the first time I bottomed that I felt like I was being treated like an authentic person, I guess, instead of just a vessel for a top to like, well, you're a girl, you'll do. So, 
Uh, you don't have to go into details, but let's do a very quick lightning round. I'll say a word. You tell me if that this was involved in your scene. Okay. Velcro. No. Donkeys. No. <laughs> cheese. From under Not cheese. that scene, but it was involved in a different experience. Goodyear tires. No. Collection of used bandages. Nope. All right. Monkey's paw. She's so not kinky. Right. I'm not real or true. I'm just a poser. I just shop well, at Hot Topic a lot. I'm, I'm very, I'm very, I'm so glad that you had that experience. That's really yeah, good. It was really good. And so is sitting down. I'm so glad I get to get both of you in front of the microphone together. I'm, I'm thrilled. Yeah. And did you have fun? I did. The only, my only, bit of Golden Girls, little thing, bit you know, of you were coming in, When you said, I'm coming in at the end of the month, I'm like, but I'm going to be going upstate at the end of the month. Please don't. I'm so glad we got to fit this in. Yes, magical. I mean, yeah. And needle threading, too. <laughs> <laughs> All of us have threading? to be in bed. Was it needle yeah. threading? Well, no. In the seat? No, okay. Oh, no. No. Needles is a hard, that's a hard limit. All right. For now. I, I'm just trying to throw it out. I had a needle session today. Could you give one word of something that was involved? Uh... Pain. Oh, wow, there you go. Never would have guessed that one. Ow, sweetie, ow. Really great rope bondage. Oh, there you, there go. you go. Well, uh, thank you both very much. Thank you. As always. Thanks again to both Crimson and Troy. And if you want to hear the second half of that uh, episode, you're going to want the bonus episode that comes from those who donate $50 or more to Massacast.com. Also, details on all the different other gifts, including the generous offer from Troy, lessons, or your own private conversation with Troy massacast.com forward slash donate thank you to everyone who's donated so far we'll talk to you later